In relationships, is there someone that gives the emotional fill more than the other? We don't actually, in our society, look at that as a currency. And that's what I want to talk about. The importance of emotional currency is actually more important than a monetized money currency. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know those deep, dark secrets you probably want to take to your grave or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing. Join me each week as we take a deep dive into one subject, exploring how, the what, the when, the where, the why of it all. Get ready for a more focused and revealing journey into the human experience. Now, this new chapter is Secret Life, and I am excited. So please join me for this ride. And today we are going to talk about dun, 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 emotional currency. Okay, so here's the thing about emotional currency. I love talking about emotional currency with my clients, and here's why I want to talk about it. I get asked a lot about emotional currency and what does what the fuck does that mean, Brianne? Emotional currency. So I think to start, my husband and I have been together for 19 years. And one of the things when we work with couples is we talk about emotional currency and the importance of it. And for us, you look at couples and you say one person in the relationship always gives or makes more money. And that's the currency. That's like the most important person in the relationship is the one that earns the money. That's what our society thinks is the most important. Who makes the most money, earns the most, or is the most important in the relationship? Bullshit. That's what we say. Bullshit. Well, I used to think that, but now I know it's bullshit. So... Emotional currency is the person in the relationship that gives the emotional fill in the relationship. So for me and my husband, I know we've talked about this in past episodes. He was the one that gave me, the person that's less emotional, he helped me regulate. He helped me if I was having a bad day. He helped me... um, We call them couch talks. So we have this couch back here. So if I was going through something, I would come sit on this couch and I would be like, come talk to me. And we'd sit for 45 minutes trying to figure out a problem or he would walk me through something or a feeling. And that's where we our couch talks. That's emotional currency. He would stop what he was doing and come talk to me to help me move through something. And that's a currency he had that he gave to me. So if I earned more money, 
that was the currency I was giving to the household. And he was giving the emotional currency to the household. So that's what we're talking about. In relationships, is there someone that gives the emotional fill more than the other? We don't actually, in our society, look at that as a currency. And that's what I want to talk about. The importance of emotional currency is actually more important than a monetized money currency. (sighs) This took me a very long time to understand because I always thought money was the most important. Um, I came from a household, I think if I go back, I came from a household where the mom, my mom made was the breadwinner, made the most money. Uh, she ran the household. She was the one that, you know, paid all the bills, done all those things. And then when I looked at it, at the beginning of my parents' relationship, my dad did feel that emotional need. Now, the resentments built up. They fought a lot. It wasn't a healthy relationship. There was a lot of toxicity and trauma that happened. So it wasn't like a healthy relationship was mirrored to me. So I'm not going to use that as an example completely. So down the line, it wasn't an emotionally stable relationship. But I would say in that he was the one that had more emotional currency probably at the beginning. But that didn't work, obviously. So when I started dating, being in relationship, I didn't see emotional currency as a worth. I saw that as weak. I saw that as give that to me no matter what. Um, I deserve it. You know, that's part of love. Uh, Be there for me no matter what. If I need to talk, if I need your time, I'm owed it. Um, It wasn't like someone else. It wasn't like worth the dollar. Does that make sense? Like if someone gave you $10, the emotional currency didn't hold that value. I didn't see it as a value, like bartering, somebody giving it to me. And there was an exchange. And now I see it as, as it's so worthy. It's so important. It has a huge value. And so now when we work with couples, especially I would have to say, I would say, you know, a man and a wife, we deal a lot with a man and wife, you know, the traditional couples. So the man that makes the money really looks at the wife, we have to really break down. Let's see how your wife adds value to the relationship. Okay, so let's make her have her make a list. We just had this recently with a couple make a list of all the things she does for the household because the husband kept saying, I make the money. I do this for the household. And we said, okay, I'll show you all the things your wife does. And let's look at her emotional currency, all the things she does for the wife, how she helps you. And all these things have a value. And one of the things is when he's having a bad day, he goes and talks to her about it and, and not dumps his day on her, but he pretty much does. Like here's all his drama of the day. And she sits there and helps him work through it. And I said, that's an emotional currency that she is giving you. She's giving you her time, her space to help you work through this. And you're undervaluing that in her. So let's put a price on it. How much is that worth to you? And he was like, what? He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to put a price on it. And we're like, no, Mark and I were like, no, there's a price she is giving out of her time 
and her energy and her, you know, she stops what she's doing. She comes and supports you. How much is that worth? What if she took that away? Would you have to pay a therapist to do that? Would you have to pay a friend to do that? Would you have to pay someone else, a professional to do that? How much would that cost? 200, 350, what would that be? And he got it then. And I said, that is her value. That is her worth in that moment for that 45 minutes, the couch talk. How much is that? 350? Okay. You would have to pay 350 to go talk to somebody to get that. And he was like, holy fucking shit. I said, yeah. So you have to start looking at those moments where you're going to talk to your wife to get that emotional need, that connection, that help, that currency from her, because you're taking it from her to help you, where she stops what she's doing to support you. So that's what we're talking about, emotional currency. So look in your life. Where do you undervalue someone that shows up for you? And here's the way I did it. When I was at my, um, I would say like six years in recovery of sex and love addiction, I had this moment when I was in the car and I was calling somebody to help me get through a bad mood. And I kept calling all these friends. I was like on the call with someone for 30 minutes and then I called somebody else for 30 minutes and then I called somebody else for 30 minutes. I kept doing this over and over and over and over again. And it was like, oh my God, I kept using all these people in my life to get me to fix this place I was in. And I realized, oh my God, I am emotionally, and I use this word really briefly, emotionally raping other people, taking their emotional currency from them, like to fill me, to make me feel better. And I kept doing it, undervaluing their worth because they didn't AKA fix me. And I realized I was using other people and not valuing what they were saying to me. And that's where I looked at, oh wow, I did it with friends. I did it with family members. I did it with my partner. And I undervalue people when they did didn't give me exactly what I wanted to hear, or they didn't fix me, or I just like brushed it off. So I'm asking you, who do you get emotional currency from? Who are you not saying, wow, thank you for giving me that? Who do you look at? Wow, I provide the economic economical security, but I'm not valuing their emotional currency. Look at it in your life. Is it your partner? Is it a family member? Is it a friend? Look at it. Look where you are not seeing someone support you emotionally and not understanding that they're giving you a part of their emotional, you know, emotional regulation to help you move through this life. Where are you using them and devaluing their currency they're offering you? Because I, we all do it. So that's what I want you to think on today. Where are you not looking at the importance of emotional currency in your life? Thank you for joining me. And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.